It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Your 10 Keys to Happiness. This book is a passion project for me, and it's the synthesis of what I've learned in 14 years as Editor-in-Chief of Chicken Soup for the Soul. I've been able to read tens of thousands of stories from people who bear their souls to us and talk about what has worked and what hasn't worked in their lives. And I'm excited that in this new collection, I get to share a lot of stories about what does work. And today I want to talk about facing your fears as a way of changing your life for the better. I try to say yes as much as possible, even when something sounds a little scary, because that's how we keep growing even as we get older, and that's how we stay part of a changing world, and that's how we make ourselves feel empowered. I feel good about myself when I push myself to do something new. And I've been exposed to this way of thinking because of all the chicken soup for the soul stories that I've read from people who made a resolution, who promised themselves that they would deliberately and consciously say yes to new experiences. These writers reported how that changed them for the better and led to more new things and a broader and more meaningful life. And I have found myself doing the same thing, trying things that frightened me or that I just assumed I wouldn't like, rock climbing in a gym, zip lining in Costa Rica, riding every roller coaster at Universal Studios, even trying avocados again when I was sure that I didn't like them. Whether it's the little things like new foods or the big things like flying to a faraway country, we feel empowered when we do something that challenges us. So I wrote about one such scary experience in our book about stepping outside your comfort zone, and I included this story in our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Your 10 Keys to Happiness. And this story is about something that happened when I was 59 and facing my 60th birthday and trying to make sure that I wasn't falling into a rut. And that's how I found myself standing at the top of a 1,000-foot cliff in Oman on my way to a beautiful beach resort on the Persian Gulf. You might think that taking a beach vacation on the Persian Gulf was enough of a step outside your comfort zone experience, but that part was easy. It was gorgeous and luxurious, and they picked us up at the airport in Dubai, and they took care of getting us across the border into Oman. And Oman is a beautiful country on the Arabian Peninsula, known for its craggy sandstone mountains that plummet right down to the sea. It's very dramatic to see those tall mountains with sheer cliffs right next to the water, occasionally with beaches running along the edge of the sea. The challenging part was the approach to the resort, which is so remote 
that you have three choices for the last part of the trip. You can arrive by speedboat. You could drive down a narrow, winding mountain road with hairpin turns and no guardrails. Or you could jump off a 1,000-foot mountain cliff and paraglide down to the beach. And according to TripAdvisor.com, the really cool guests paraglide in. So I decided that I wanted to be a very cool 59-year-old, and I would paraglide down to the beach. I imagined some kind of fixed-wing thing like bird wings, and that made aerodynamic sense to me because wings that were already in place would be guaranteed to work. They wouldn't be like parachuting out of an airplane where the fabric might somehow not get itself organized into the right shape or where the strings might get tangled up. So I was shocked when they were putting the harness on me and I turned around and I saw this flimsy piece of fabric lying on the ground behind me with lots of strings attached to it. And that was when I realized that paragliding is called that because you use a parachute. For somebody who specializes in words and clear language, I had truly been off my game. But I didn't have much time to think about it because they were already strapping me in and then they stuck a helmet on me. I don't know what they said the helmet was for, but all I heard was to identify the body. And then they told me that it was critically important that I run toward the cliff and absolutely not stop under any circumstances. Because if I didn't run right off the cliff, that flimsy piece of fabric with the one million strings coming out of it wouldn't catch the air, and I would plummet to my death. And before I could change my mind, the guide and I were running toward the edge of the cliff. And then, miraculously, that parachute filled with air, and we were soaring, riding the air currents, and flying even higher than where we had started. The guide was thrilled that the air currents were so strong and that we could stay up an extra long time. But I was only half enjoying it because the other half of my brain was trying to remember what wind shear was and whether that was relevant. I wondered if the winds changed, could we just drop like a rock? Nevertheless, we soared for 15 very long minutes. And then finally, we started to descend and we flew lower and lower until we got to put our legs out and run to a stop on the beach. I've tried plenty of other less scary things since then because now I compare everything to paragliding. Basically, if I can run off a cliff in Oman, I can ride a roller coaster back here in the States or be a keynote speaker at a conference or force myself to sit in that chemo chair. Everything seems possible now and 60 doesn't feel quite as old as I feared. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rachel Dunstan Muller tells us another story about facing your fears. She says that it wasn't until her mother died of breast cancer at age 65 that she decided to shake up her life. She says, 
For most of my adult life, I'd chosen to stay safely anchored in a series of sheltered harbors, both literally and metaphorically. It was time for Rachel to break out of that comfort zone where she always chose security over risk. She made a resolution to live by the word fierce for an entire year and say yes to all the things that she would normally turn down. That meant taking a dance improv class, going caving, and in this story, going halibut fishing in open water. Rachel was terrified about the boat trip, but using her new open-minded perspective, she pushed aside her worries and focused on the sea, the sky, and the wind in her hair. She says, Leaving harbor that morning was just the beginning. I continued to push the boundaries of my comfort zone for the remainder of that year and every year since. With each new experience, I gained more confidence. Courage, I've learned, is a muscle that gets stronger with use. It's been four years since I caught my first offshore fish. Since that time, I've tackled phobias, started my own business, and launched a career as a professional storyteller. I leave the comfort and security of a safe harbor almost every day on my quest for new opportunities. It's scary sometimes, but that's the point. I've come to believe that we're not fully alive if we're not at least a little frightened on a regular basis. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Your 10 Keys to Happiness. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers. You'll find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And if you want to read stories from this book and our other new collections, Sign up for our daily newsletter to get a free story in your email every day. Go over to chickensoup.com and click on the newsletter sign up option. And please come back for our next episode to hear about six experiences with angels and miracles from our bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Believe in Angels. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.